Hey friend, and welcome to the live by design podcast. Today, I am so excited to bring an episode to your earbuds with my friend, Kate Boyle of the mind movement health podcast. Kate and I connected recently for a podcast swap where we each came and guested on one another's shows. And she is such a wealth of knowledge. And you all know in listening to the podcast this year that in 2023, I have been focusing a lot of my time and attention and energy on my own personal health and wellness. Now I am a health coach. Yes, I am a behavior change specialist, um, but I also have two little children. <laughs> and sometimes I find myself momming more and loving myself maybe a little bit less. I am always so happy to pour my time and my energy into my family, but there are times when I realize I'm not caring enough for myself. I'm not carving out enough time for myself to sleep well, to move my body from a place of joy, to cook and eat nourishing meals that are full of nutrient dense um, foods, right? There are just times in our lives where maybe we look up and we realize, huh, I've kind of been on the back burner for a while. (laughs) I'm feeling a little toasty. Um, And here's the beautiful thing. We have two front burners on most stoves at least. And so I can keep my family and my, my specific priorities on one burner and I can just bring myself forward to that other front burner. And selfishly, I get to invite guests on this show who are incredible at self-care, who are incredible at health and wellness, and who really can help us achieve this optimal health. And that is why I invited Kate here onto the show. I want her to educate you. Yes, of course, but I really wanted to learn from her personally. (laughs) So this was a really wonderful opportunity to connect with her. And in today's conversation, Kate teaches us the four key areas to achieving optimal health. And what I really appreciate about Kate's approach is that these are all things that we can start doing right away. They are all things that are very, have very low barrier to entry, um, but they are things that will start to move the needle in how we actually feel in our bodies. And that's what Kate is so passionate about. She wants women to feel good in their bodies, to move well, to eliminate pain, and to live a balanced life that makes being healthy easy. Oh, I am so about that. (laughs) So friend, be sure to just pop in your earbuds, go on your walk, start your workout, fold your laundry, drive your kids to school, whatever it might be, and let us keep you company and hopefully inspire you along the way to really lean into your health as well this year, especially as we go into this busy end of the year. Speaking of which, Kate is actually one of my speakers at my upcoming Empowered Self Summit. So this is your opportunity to end the year strong with focus and energy and clarity. Instead of getting to January 1st exhausted and burnt out from the end of the year, what if instead you could start the year feeling energized, feeling like you spent the last few months of the year laying the runway from which you get to take off in January. That is exactly what we did in the LBD Collective last year at this time and was 100% the inspiration for the Empowered Self Summit this year because I saw how powerful the practices of pouring into yourself and nurturing your mind, your body, and your spirit during a busy season of year and how that impacts positively the year to come. I saw that happen in the LBD collective. And I thought to myself, what if we did this for our entire community with another free podcast summit? So if you enjoy this episode with Kate, you want to hear more from her. I've already recorded our episode for the summit together as well. And it is straight up fire. I cannot wait to bring it to your earbuds. So all you have to do to join the waitlist for the summit, which again is totally free to attend 
It's going to be October 9th through 11th, 2023. Just scroll down in your listening app now, and there is a link to join the waitlist. So you'll be the first to be admitted into the summit and to get to hear more of Kate in your earbuds. So friends, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Hey friend, and welcome to the live by design podcast. I'm your host, Kate house by day. You can find me living in small town PA married to my college sweetheart and leaning into motherhood as a stay-at-home mama to my two little boys and two pup dogs too. By night, I pursue my personal sense of purpose, which is to help as many of us high-achieving, goal-oriented women live by design and not default. As a certified behavior change specialist, health coach, yoga instructor, and top 3% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to help you ditch those feelings of overwhelm get unstuck and take aligned action so that you can go from trying to learn all the things all at once to being focused, action-oriented, and making weekly, if not daily, progress towards your goals in small, sustainable ways. Because that's the secret to seeing big shifts over time. Together, let's explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. There's seriously nothing I love more than being the voice of a friend in your ear, to be the mindset and self-love coach who believes in you and knows that you're worthy of pursuing big, audacious goals. And I'll always be here as an unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together, let's live by design and not default. Hey, Kate, welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. Well, I'm super excited to be here, Kate, another Kate. It's always lovely to talk to another Kate online. (laughs) I know there's so many of us out there. I grew up being Katie F and there was another girl in my class, Katie A, because there are always so many of us with the same name. Well, Kate, I am Kate B, I should say. I am so excited to have you here. And for anybody who is tuning in and they aren't already familiar with you and the work that you do and the way that you show up in this world, will you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're all about? Sure. So I am a nutritionist and a Pilates instructor. So I dabble in sort of the health and wellness fields all over. Uh, I work in my own in-person studio, Pilates and wellness studio. And then I also have an online health and wellness and Pilates membership for women too. So I work with people as young as seven right through to 90. So a great big age range. I love it. And you're also a fellow podcaster, right? Will you tell us a little bit about your show? So yes, my podcast is called Mind Movement Health. And again, it focuses on women's health. So anywhere from lower back pain and, you know, nutrition right through to mental health and, you know, spiritual health. So anything health and wellness, we uh, chat about it on there. I love that. And now, Kate, I love this question because it, there's usually a story involved. So I know that many of us, we we teach and we share and, and we educate and we support others because of our own personal experiences. So I'm curious, what was it that, that led you to being in this holistic health space and leaning into Pilates and, and specifically in supporting women? 
Well, way back when I was a uh, young teenage dancer and, you know, had the aspiring dreams of becoming a ballerina and at 16 I tore the meniscus in my knee. So that was pretty devastating and took a long time to recover from. And, you know, I spoke to people in the industry and they were pretty much like, oh, you might still be able to have a career, but you're probably always going to be in the back row because Mm -hmm. you're too big a liability essentially. So it was kind of heartbroken and, you know, at that stage, not just besides my knee, I had lower back pain, I had SIJ pain, I was injured in my teenage years. So I thought I'll go off and do nutrition at university, I'll help other young dancers. At the time I was struggling with an eating disorder, being in that sort of dance world. Mm -hmm. So I thought why not try to help other young sort of female athletes with that too. So that's how I ended up going into the nutrition side of things and coming out on the other side. I'm not sure if any of your listeners have experienced this, but you have these dreams, you know, mine was like, I'll go into sports nutrition and I'll work with athletes and you come out of university and it's hard to get a job, like just to get your foot in the door anywhere. So my girlfriend, when I was teaching dancing part time at the time said, just go off and do the Pilates course. There's heaps of work until you get a full-time nutrition job, you know, do Pilates. And so I did the course and I went, oh my goodness, I, you know, I just rehabbed my own body so well. I did get a job in nutrition. I was working full-time as a nutritionist and then on the side teaching Pilates and getting so many, you know, awakening moments in myself, but also for my clients and then teaching more and more people and finding that this method really works, you know, just de-stressing, rehabbing the body, teaching better movement patterns. And so from there, you know, working on myself and then working with clients and specializing with a lot of women going through pre and postnatal as well, you know, I just sort of lent into focusing on women's health too. I love that so much. And what a young age for you to have that experience of being 16 and realizing like, okay, this dream isn't going to come to fruition the way I had envisioned, but I love how you pivoted and you still leaned into that calling on your heart of supporting others. And um, and I love how you talk about it being uh, something where you're nurturing and healing yourself. Um, and then it, it's so interesting in this coaching world, right? Because I feel like so often, uh, at least for me personally, I'm learning about the things that I need <laughs> and then sharing from there, right? We get to learn in tandem with others. So one of the things that I really appreciate about you and the way that you, um, the way that you share and you empower others is this idea of, of health, of this, this feeling of ease when it comes to health. And I know that you actually have four key areas to achieving optimal health. Wow. Words are hard. (laughs) Um, and I am, I'm so curious to hear about these because I love your emphasis on, um, simple habits and simple stress-free health. Cause so oftentimes, at least I find with my own clients and before I went through my own coaching program, uh, feeling like health was like so complicated and kind of scary and a little intimidating. And so I really love this approach of yours of like, how can we make this something that is accessible for all of us? So can you share with us a little bit about what you've discovered and, and what you like to teach on? Sure. So I think, you know, when we're younger and we have a lot more time, we have big expectations. We, you know, see people online and social and they're looking amazing and they're following this, you know, great diet. And it's like A plus B equals this beautiful body C. And then we try it ourselves and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work for us. And then we think we've done something wrong and we've failed. So then we try something else and that doesn't work. 
And I think, you know, being a mum and going through, you know, my 20s and then having kids, you know, hitting 30 and having kids and realising I don't have the time anymore to, you know, get up in the morning and do this amazing morning routine with 20 minutes of meditation and, you know, making a green smoothie and exercising and all the rest of it and realizing I've only got a finite amount of time because this little human is now relying on me. I had to change my mindset. I had to change my exercise. I had to just change my approach to life. And so I think, you know, as you get older and you get wisdom, you sort of realize these things. But, you know, Becoming a mum is where I really changed my path because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I just didn't have the time to do it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now, you know, since going through that, my focus working with women is really just breaking it down into small chunks of time, 15 minutes here and there. Where can you nurture your body, whether it's your mind or your soul or your physical needs with movement, and then really just focusing on simple things because Mm -hmm. I think health can get really overwhelming when we're trying to follow this diet and follow this exercise routine and think we have to meditate and have a morning and evening routine and then your kid's sick home and none of this works it's like <laughs> well, what do we do you know so I think going through that again myself using it with clients and saying to my clients just focus on one thing so a client mm-hmm. came in last week and she was sort of struggling it was school holidays here the kids were home you know her mental health wasn't where she wanted it to be and she said I'm I'm really I'm not coping very well right now and I said just start with one thing what's one thing you can do for yourself today I said can you you know make yourself a nourishing meal can you sit down and just have a cup of tea can you call a friend and have a bit of a vent on the phone just focus on that one thing and then in another few days focus on something else and I said gradually you'll get there but breaking it down and simplifying it means that it feels achievable Mm, yes and that's so key I feel like when we're on these health and wellness journeys because I have this tendency to be like, here are the 40 things I'm going to do, right? And then that feels insurmountable. And then you get stuck in analysis paralysis or perfectionism, and you don't take that first step. So I love this idea of like, what is the one thing? What is the one thing? So when when you're having a crazy day, Kate, and you're like, oh my gosh, I like don't even know which way is up. What is one nourishing thing that you like to do for yourself? I just do a little stretch Team. I have a mat in my bedroom that I just roll out at the foot of the bed and I usually just put some earpods in, listen to some music that I like, and I just move my body. And there's no routine I follow. I just start to move what feels good. Do I feel like I need to stretch out my back or my glutes and just move through a little routine of five or 10 minutes and then feel so much better for it? Oh, that's amazing. I love this emphasis on just listening to your body um, and that we don't have to follow somebody else's prescript, like prescribed routine, right? We can listen to ourselves and there's so much knowledge that we have inside of ourselves. And I'll think a lot of times we can have the tendency, myself included, to outsource it, right? Like, well, I'll find the routine or I'll find the perfect thing, right? And sometimes we just have to slow down and listen to our bodies. So I love that that's your go-to. So when you think about these optimal, these four ways to achieve optimal health, can you walk us through what those look like? Sure. So, you know, breaking it down, we're just speaking about movement. Movement is number one. Mm -hmm. So just moving your body, as we said, in ways that are going to increase mobility, strength, 
working out what feels right for you, but also what you enjoy. Because I think so many of the times we think, oh, we have to do a running routine, but we hate running. So then we don't do it. <laughs> so it's really finding movement that you enjoy. And again, breaking it into small chunks. You're better off doing, you know, three or four 15-minute workouts in a week than doing one one-hour workout because you're spreading out and consistently building on that strength and mobility rather than, you know, coming back and almost resetting every time when you only do it once a week. So again, Mm -hmm. really sort of making that nice and small. The second one is focusing on our nutrition. But Mm -hmm. when we talk about nutrition, we think we have to follow a diet and it's really just simplifying it and thinking, is this food going to nourish me? You know, and maybe it's going to nourish your soul more than your body. You know, sometimes (laughs) we need that chocolate cake or that biscuit, you know, that goes really well with that cup of tea and that conversation with a friend. So looking at those just whole foods, break it down, go back to basics, you know, think about what your grandma ate, you know, those things that we always hear, but sometimes we forget. So again, really simplifying. Then next it's looking at our stress levels. So I think so many of us, we are go, go, go. We've got so many things going on and we think we have to do something big like meditation meditation or go to a retreat or have a massage to help reduce our stress. But really, if we just drop into our body and focus on our breathing, nice inhale through the nose, a nice slow exhale, just doing that a few times can already reset and drop us back into our parasympathetic state. So our rest and digest state. So just focusing on that sort of mental health and stress side. And then finally, the last one I like to focus on is our sleep. So many people don't focus on on their sleep or they feel like, you know, that's what comes last. But if we can get just a really good quality sleep, then it can make the whole day sort of seem so much better. Oh, I love that, Kate. I'm over here. You guys can't see me, but I'm like shaking my head and smiling as Kate shares about sleep. All of our podcast listeners know that I spent the first three months of 2023, my habit that I picked one habit, everything you're saying, I'm like, I am so here for this. My one habit was having a good sleep routine. And so it was like, I bought a weighted blanket and then I got them for my kids. Uh, We have blackout shades now and sound machines, like all the things. I was like, Operation House Family is going to sleep again. (laughs) It was the first (laughs) three months of the year. (laughs) So one of my mm -hmm. clients always says, she's like, I always hear people talk about sleep and how amazing it is, but I've got two young kids and it's the one thing I just can't get. And I said, well, just try to dial in the sleep that you can get. And I said, and when you have time to rest, take that time to rest. Oh my gosh. Right. It's amazing. Like how much better my brain works, not just like my physical body, but my brain works better when I prioritize my sleep. Like I can feel the difference. And it's funny that you bring up an example from a client. Cause I was going to ask you what of these four areas we have movement, nutrition, stress, and sleep. Do you find that when you work with your clients, it's kind of an equal mixture of, of which one is most difficult. So like maybe one person, it's one and another, it's the other, or do it, does it weigh more heavily or skew more heavily to one particular area? It's really different to each person. What I do find with my clients is say they come in for a nutrition consult. Mm -hmm. So they think that the biggest issue is nutrition. But when we dive into, you know, their life, because even in a nutrition consult, I'm looking at their sleep and their stress levels and everything. We might find that there's a lot of underlying stress that they haven't really thought about that's affecting 
what they're eating and why they're eating. So then we address the stress and the sort of nutrition automatically improves. So it's very different for each person. I would say most people think it's either their nutrition or their movement and they sort of don't think about the sleep and the stress as much. And then when we start diving in, we start to uncover that actually it's not the nutrition or the movement, it's something else. I love that. And that's the value of working with someone like you, Kate, because you're able to what I find in my coaching practice, I should say is like someone will share something and then you mirror it back as a coach. And sometimes just hearing what you've said back, said back to you, it gives clients these kind of like aha moments where you're like, Oh, I never thought about it that way. Or like, you're talking about like this underlying stress that you don't even necessarily know is there until you talk to somebody about it. And for me, that seems like the value of coaching is just having someone hold space for you. Now, Kate, do you have a coach yourself or, you know, how do you choose to pour into yourself and, and create that space for yourself to grow? I have a Pilates instructor. So every week I do a, um, a one-on-one Pilates class. And I was just speaking to a client yesterday because she was asking if I still go and I see the same instructor. Uh, So we have a really good relationship, but prior to, you know, the whole world going crazy, I used to drive an hour to see her and do an hour class at an hour home. And now I just do it online. I have a studio. (laughs) So I just move the laptop around the studio and save myself two hours, which I never would have thought of doing a few years ago. And now I just think, how could I, you know, not live with that extra time back? Uh, So I definitely have a Pilates instructor and I do that weekly. I think that's one of the things that if you are, you know, I always think you should practice what you preach. So Mm -hmm. somebody like me, if I'm teaching Pilates, I need to be connected to the method. Otherwise, when a client comes to me and says, this exercise is really hard or I'm struggling with this, I need to be able to relate back to them. So that's really important. And then I have an osteopath that I see on a regular basis just to keep my body in check and a massage therapist too. Um, Over the years, I've had different business coaches and masterminds and things like that. But at this point, I'm kind of taking a break from that and just trying to trust more of my intuition um, and just build a little bit more space and time around my I love that. Oh, that's beautiful, Kate. Yeah, it's such a great reminder that we can go through different seasons, right? That we can we can find what works in each season and then continue growing and evolving from there. Well, Kate, I could geek out about movement and nutrition and stress and sleep all day with you. But I know that there is somebody listening right now who, as we start to wind down this conversation, they have it on their heart to take the next step when it comes to their their holistic health journey and they want it to be easy. Um, So as they listen to this, what is that one final piece of encouragement that you would give to that listener who's like, yes, Kate is speaking right to me. I feel it in my heart, Um, but maybe they feel a little tentative or a little, they have some trepidation about starting. What uh, encouragement will you give to that person? I would just say to focus on one thing at a time, take it one day at a time, one moment at a time. If you're having a really bad day, you know, what's something that's really simple? Can you get on the floor and do a couple of stretches at the end, even, you know, when you feel really tired or can you sit and make yourself a cup of tea? So just simplifying your routines where you can trust in your body, trust in yourself. And then if you can find somebody that you can connect with, you know, maybe it's a a local 
class that you can go to, you know, maybe it's somebody online that you can reach out to. I think, you know, with this online world, there's so much information coming at us all of the time. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know who to trust, you know, what to do, which ones, what to follow. So if you can really connect with someone, I think that makes a big difference too. Oh, I love that, Kate. And speaking of connecting, first, we need to know all the places we can connect with you online. And secondly, I know that you have a free 15-minute Pilates core workout you wanted to share with us, which I'm like so excited to access myself because I need to be working on my core more. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So the 15-minute core workout is just as it is, a nice short workout. It works the whole body, but I think, you know, connecting to our core, especially as women, you know, our pelvic floor, which is a big area to work on, our deep abdominals, especially if you're, you know, either pre or postnatal, or even if you haven't had children, just building up that core strength for our balance and stability is so important. So that's why I've put that together. Uh, you know, I've had thousands of people, you know, try the workout and so much amazing feedback from it. So um, listeners definitely, you know, grab that if you can. But uh, if you'd like to connect with me, I'm on uh, Instagram at My Movement Health and Facebook at the same. And I've just joined Threads. So you'll find <laughs> me at My Movement Health there too. Amazing. Oh, Kate, thank you so much for this time together. It is always such a pleasure, not only to connect with a fellow Kate, but to get to talk to people across the world about these topics that are near and dear to our hearts. So thank you so much for your time, love. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And thanks for sharing, you know, all the work that you do, because I think, you know, empowering people, you know, in their health and wellness and mental health is so important. Oh, thank you. That brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free Facebook group, I would love for you to become a Live by Design podcast insider. You can get in community with other goal-getting women over at misskatehouse.com slash community, which is linked to below in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. If you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so, so grateful if you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone, find the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leave a five-star rating for the show and a simple one to two sentence review. This is the kindest way you can thank me for hosting the show week after week, totally for free. And in doing so, you're actively helping me grow our community of women who are choosing to live by design and not by default. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, friend. And when you're ready to go to the next level, my website, misskatehouse.com, which is linked to below, holds everything you need to know about my one-on-one coaching options the LBD Collective, the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass, my upcoming summit, and even a bunch of free resources like the all-time fan favorite monthly habit tracker, which also comes with intention setting and monthly reflection prompts too. I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, spread some joy, make someone smile.